Yo, what is hey, up, everybody? What's up, guys? Happy Hola. Friday. Welcome Happy Friday. back to Operation Hustle, episode nine. Yep. Food Addiction Anonymous. Is that what we're calling yeah, this? Yeah, Food Addiction Anonymous. Let's go. So we're going to go into a little bit about what we do at our gym and how we help others grow um, into a better version of themselves. And it's not only working out, but it is way more than that. And that's what we provide all of our clients at Apps Fitness. And we're proud to announce that we have been doing it for a while. So we're going to start the day with a quote, and I'm going to let Abby read the quote today. Woohoo! So the quote is, start each day with a clean slate. Whatever happened before, you can't change now. Um, and I like this because it goes with what we're talking about today. Um, and just the fact that, like, I've talked about this previously, a lot of clients, um, they get into this habit of going down what I've called it the Alice in a Wonderland hole, right? So if you're one of my clients, you know I probably used this with you before. Um, so, you know, they'll they'll have a deviation. I'm trying to call it cheats now deviations because cheating sounds so negative. But they'll have a, a deviation where they're off their meal plan, they'll eat a slice of pizza, they'll eat a hot dog, and they're kind of like, well, fuck it. I've already messed up now. Now I'm going to keep going down that Alice in Wonderland tunnel and see train. where it leads me. Or the shame tunnel, right? So it really is because they're shaming themselves. They're upset with themselves that they messed up, um, and then they're just feeling shameful. They're feeling guilt. And so the you know, way that they've previously dealt with the shame before is by numbing themselves, going into denial, kind of blocking out of their mind, and then just going into this, like, aimless eating. So just because you had one deviation, tomorrow is a clean slate. You know, don't let the rest of the day go into the rest of the night, go into the rest of the week, go into the rest of the weekend of deviation after deviation. Because that is going to send us, set us back even further than just that one deviation. You know, we have to learn how to brush the dirt off our shoulders and get back up. If you fall in the forest, you know, you're running. Let's say the Craigslist killer is coming after you, running. <laughs> you trip over a rock. Are you going to let the Craigslist killer get you? No. You're going to get up and keep running. So that's, you have to apply that to your life with the same thing with the food. If you fall down, get back up. Don't For stay sure. down. It applies to anything. Uh, same thing goes to workouts. You know, you skip a workout. It doesn't mean you're skipping the whole week. Homeboy slice. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you just want to stay on track and you want to just not live in the past is really what it is. And hold yourself to a standard. And that yeah. should help you. Um, you know, tell yourself, <clears throat> don't eat that Twinkie. Stinky. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you got to tell yourself sometimes, like, yo, you should probably not do this right now. I love Chick-fil-A. I know I've talked about it a lot. I'm not endorsed by them, but <laughs> it's very hard to pass by and not want it. Um, but I do every day because it's so right down the street from my one dad. of the things that I actually was just literally talking about with the clients today. So this is why we're naming this episode Food Addiction Anonymous. We all have addictions to something. And a lot of our clients that come through our doors have addictions with food. It's a real thing. Sugar lights up in our brain like cocaine. It's a scientific fact, right? And then people that are overweight, their leptin hormone is a little bit higher than somebody who isn't overweight. And so, you know, it's that leptin hormone isn't working the way it's supposed to. Leptin is supposed to tell you you're full, stop eating, you're done, right? So if your leptin hormone is higher than somebody's who isn't, you know, that's not going off the way it should be telling you, hey, you're full, stop now, right? So it's a real addiction. And so I want to validate that for a lot of people who feel like they, you know, they tried things and it doesn't work for them, you know, because a lot of trainers will just say, oh, it's because you're lazy. I mean, it's a real addiction. And so what we are originally are, when people walk through our door, we are first an ER. We address the problems. I give them a meal plan. You know, we help stop the bleeding. We bandage the wound. Then we become more like... Justin and I were talking about this last night, like a recovery center, like an AA almost. 
And people, and Caitlin just said, never realized how addicted to sugar I was until I started eating super clean for this prep. Yeah, yeah thank you, sure. Caitlin, for sharing that. I mean, like, we as professionals also deal with this too, and we have our own, you know, struggles and stuff. Um, but so anyways, but then we become more of like a recovery center. So a lot of the times we're helping our clients. It's not just like a big box gym where you walk through the door and we just train you and your number and you leave. Um, we're actually helping you with replace behavior replacement strategies. You know, how can we stop really? Cause essentially when people are like stress eating or emotional eating, it's the anxiety that's getting to them. How do we help these clients, uh, divert that anxiety or divert that anxious thought so that they can push the thought up a little thought off a little bit longer. And hopefully by diverting that thought and interrupting it, we can get them to realize, stop, put the stop sign up and think about their choice before they go ahead and do it. So that's really what we, you know, essentially provide clients more than just training, more than just nutrition is, you know, that um, rehabilitation center where we're helping them come up with new habits and break old habits. Definitely. And so I was talking to somebody about it this morning. I was like, listen, you know, we have to be able to divert that thought. You know, so my client and I talked about a diversion tactic. So I said, can we agree to this? We got three things that I've asked her to do if she gets really hungry and feels like she wants to deviate. So I've asked her to go take a walk. I said, go take a 10 minute walk, come back. And if you know, you're still hungry, go back outside again until you're no longer hungry. Then we talked about her sending me a text so I can tell her, you know, listen, this isn't worth it. You know, let the hunger subside, text me in 10 minutes. Let me know if you're still hungry and kind of stay in contact with me because I am her trainer. That's what I want her to utilize me for. And we also talked about maybe possibly using a, um, like a color sorting toy. Right. So if she takes the monkeys, the different color monkeys, she sorts them in the barrel. It gives her something to do. It idolizes, you know, idolizes. It keeps this uh, not idle. Right. So now her brain is busy and she's diverting herself from that thought of eating. But, you know, we do that for our clients. And that's what makes us different from those big box gyms. Yeah. We go out of our way to uh, help all of our clients with all of these problems, you know, outside of just working out. I just gave one of my clients an example. I think it was yesterday. Um, I told her, anytime you want a stupid little piece of candy, send $10 out of your bank account into maybe a savings account, okay? Like you just spent $10 on that piece of candy. And by the end of the day, tell me how much money you spent on dumbass candy. And it kind of opened her eyes a little bit more. And she was like, wow, that would actually suck. I'd be broke. And I said, well, maybe you should start doing it. Um, And I hope it works for you. Try it out. Um, I'm doing it now with stupid purchases, actually. Uh, I just told Abby about this the other day. I wanted to buy like some new shoes. Do I need them? No. So I took that money and I transferred it into a savings account. And every time I'm going to spend dumb money, I'm just going to transfer it out like I spent it, but I'm really transferring it to a savings account. So by the end of the month, I'm going to really see how much money I spend on dumb ass shit that I don't need. Uh, The same thing applies to the food. Um, We spend so much money on stupid food, Uber Eats, um, just and going out to eat. The crazy, crazy part is, Justin, is that the food doesn't even give us anything, right? I buy what he calls a stupid purse, ladies. You can attest <laughs> to this, right? But that purse I'm going to keep for like maybe 10 years, okay? But the food, you're literally not getting anything out of it other than when you're eating it in that five minutes. Yeah. And when I say that to a lot of clients, they're like, because and they're blinking, they're blinking, they're like, oh, their mind is just blown. They're like, you're right. It's that sense of relief of like <clears> when you're eating it, it tastes so good, and then you feel like shit, literally like five minutes. Yeah, and I had this talk with the boot camp recently, you know, um, because we have couples and stuff, and so one of the couples was there, and I was like, listen, you know, 
Think about how much you spend on going out to eat, especially for two people. You know, Ben, you're married. You know this too. Um, you go out to eat with your partner and you spend at least $50. And that's not even dessert or drinks, dinners. right? So it's typically about $75 to $100. That's not about Plus right. Plus that tip, right? Plus that tip, <laughs> correct. So we're going to say 100 bucks. And I said, how much uh, money do you think you actually spent on food? Calculate it out. Go back into your, your bank. Go look at previous purchases, right? And so this weekend, instead of going out to eat, why don't you guys go spend some time together, go sit on the beach, pack a picnic with food you already have, right? So you're getting that alone time. You're still getting to eat and engage with each other, um, having that quality time. But instead, while you're on the beach, why don't you go and pick something out that you guys like, right? So I was like, you know, let's say you guys like, like watches. You go on G-Shock, you each get a watch for 50 bucks each that's on sale. Boom. Now you get an item that you actually can use. Yeah. And they last a long time, G-Shocks. Yeah. Look at this. I wear them all the time. They don't break. That's I'll tell probably you that why I use it as an example. <laughs> Uh, what do you guys think about this? What Man, about? I th I definitely think that's a good idea with like saying going to the beach. But something that me and my wife do is that we go to parks and oh. it's exercise. Yeah. It's out being outside, getting sun Vitamin and D. being around nature. You're connecting with nature. It's just good energy out there, you know, and it's free most of the time, at least unless sure. you're going to like a state park or something. But yeah. you get to walk in a park and then, you know, if you're, you know, struggling or something, it really helps you clear your mind. Um, and then it gets you away from all the distractions too. You Definitely. know what's crazy is when he's saying this, I'm like thinking to myself, how many people go out to dinner and realize that are you really actually engaging with your partner or are you distracted by the lights, like, the music, the food, right? And then if you go on, I'm serious, a lot of you guys, if you actually take this tip of what Ben's saying and you go to a park, because my husband and I have done the same thing too, um, but you go to a park with your partner and you just enjoy yourself, you sit there you, and you just kind of be with one, you might realize you're actually spending better quality time with your partner than you are, I don't know, getting yeah. buzzed or going out to a restaurant, being <laughs> distracted. You know, half the time you're eating, you're not really talking. You yeah, know what I mean? Leave the phone at home too. We've tried to do this plenty of times. Uh, we own the business, so it is hard to leave it behind. But when we do leave the phones, like, man, I'll tell you, we enjoy that time so much better. No stress, no stupid emails, no bad text messages. Um, it goes a long way just not having all that connection. It's great to be connected, but sometimes it's you got to get that disconnect. And yeah. it's a lot of just like, you know, our brains work in a certain direction, and it's so hard to be in control of that. Everyone can have like all this willpower to do whatever you want, but it's impossible to do everything perfect. We're not perfect. We're humans. We always make mistakes, and there's constant distractions around us. So if you could remove the distraction, you're going to benefit your mental health and just build that clarity. Sure. So you do recognize the distraction. But that's exactly what we're talking about, right, with this diversion tactic, mm -hmm. is we're basically helping these clients create clarity in their brains that they maybe never even allowed themselves to have mm -hmm. because all they do is they hate themselves for the shame that they feel and the guilt, and then they go into this, like, like I said, like this blackout mode where they're just like blackout eating. They're mm -hmm. not even thinking about what they're eating. They're not thinking about the calorie count, nothing. Yeah, yeah sometimes like you just need a break to like reflect yeah. on all. For sure. Absolutely. Love that. Alejandro, what do you have to say about all this? I think that reflection <clears throat> that reflection break is uh, you know absolutely necessary, as Ben mentioned. Um, I think it's necessary just to analyze yourself from a distance. A lot of people are too close to the problem to actually understand and find the solutions to that problem. So I think that most people do need that time to actually recenter and look at themselves uh, without judgment and actually to recognize that, oh, you know what, maybe I do have these cravings, these feelings, and maybe there's a reason behind that. And, uh, you know, one of the best things that I found to actually implement uh, or two of the best theories that I found to implement in these scenarios where I find that I find the best success with um, is actually one from Jocko Willink, 
which is make oh. small decisions quickly and execute quickly. Uh, and then there's a, a well, there's like a, an accumulation of small beneficial habits. So it's like an aggregational theory. So essentially what it is, um, there's a really great book. It's called Atomic Habits. It's all about how small habits over time develop like interest in a bank account or develop like entrance, uh, entrance, ugh, what's the word? Interest. Interest. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Wow, we all can't all talk right. today, guys. So us. Friday, baby. develops like interest in a stock Lizard portfolio. Brain. So essentially, you know, over time, that small 3% interest interest that you invest, let's say you invest 3% of your time into uh, a better habit, like maybe you do five push-ups instead of eating five candy bars. Um, Over time, that develops into like a a larger end result at the end of the day. So you'll have like a million dollars worth of good decisions saved up. You know, I just want to, you know, connect with Caitlin here because Caitlin's not with us right now, but she is commenting and she said 100% agree, Alejandro. Um... If you are one of Caitlin's clients or if you're one of the trainers here, you have noticed that Caitlin is constantly bringing in her food. Um, and Justin and I usually bring in food, too, because we get home so late and we don't have time to eat. So we'll bring it to work. But um, <clears throat> ever since she started prepping for the show, it just seems like one day of consistency just leads into another, just leads into another for her. And I'm just really enjoying watching her on this journey, just be accountable for herself and be consistent no matter what. You know, she's got her meals every day. She's, she's got her protein shake. Right she is on point. And guess what? When you get that first little feeling of like, I feel good about what I'm doing, you want to yeah. keep doing it more and more and more. And I brought this up with like, you know, jobs, right? Like when you're feeling good about yourself, you've got that first good review. You know there's a promotion coming if you continue at the pace you're going, right? You know, you're going to keep doing it. And so it's just like Caitlin just commented, one day at a time. And it is. You get through that one day and you feel great. And, you know, the way, and I myself am sober. And I don't know I don't talk about it a ton. But I actually did go through AA. I'm going on six years of sobriety without alcohol. So one of the things that we talk about in AA, or when I did when I was going, was that they don't actually say you can't have the drink. What they say is that they want you to say, listen, we obviously want you to reach out to your sponsor or anybody in this group, but you can have that drink in two minutes, right? If, and it all depends on the person. So if we have a seriously addicted uh, alcoholic come through the door and they can't even get through a minute without thinking about alcohol, we're like, listen, your sponsor might say to you, I need you to get through a minute. You can have the drink in a minute. Then after a minute, you can have a drink in another minute, right? And then until you build up that that confidence. And then you might be an hour, might be a day, right? But then people build up that confidence. And I've seen it time and time again, right? In the rooms, I've seen plenty of people get sober. I've seen people hold six years, 10 years, 25 years. Um, and it just, you when you start that small little uh, consistency, like Alejandro said, and you build up that interest, it only gets easier and easier. So that's what I can give as far as an experience uh, for me is that with not drinking alcohol year after year, it just got easier and easier. Like I don't even really celebrate my, my sobriety anymore. As far as how many years it's like, I have to think about it. The other day I was like, Oh, I'm going on six years because I don't think about drinking anymore. You know, that, that desire has been lifted from me. But in the beginning, did I think about drinking? Yes. In the beginning, my first failure, and I will admit this right now, my first failure at trying to get sober well, I think I was like had two months and then Gasparillo came and I drank and I felt horribly. And I went back to the rooms, went back to my sponsor and I was like, I need, I can't do this. I need to stop. And it was that last Gasparilla. That was it. But guess what? I failed guys, but I got back up. Yeah. It's all about never quitting. Uh, like she said, you just don't quit and you always just go for it. Um, and if it's something you truly want, you're going to make it work. And we've talked about this time and time again. 
and I've become sober now as well, um, just by being inspired by Abby, just doing it. And it's all in who you surround yourself with too. And that's the next thing I want to go into is the influences around you, your influences around you, your friend group, even your family members. Um, I mean, we talk to all our clients all the time and they'll say, Oh, I got a family party this weekend. And I said, I know what's going to happen. I can name it right now. You're going to go in, you're going to tell them I'm not eating this. I brought my own food and they're going to guilt you until you shove that stupid It's crazy to think mouth. that people, so I was, again, the same client I was talking to this morning was talking to her about the fact that she was said she was so excited that she's now working from home. And this is sad, guys, because what I'm about to tell you is so true for many of you out there, millions of you out there. She's so happy she's working from home, besides other reasons, because she likes what she does, right? But that um, she is not around a bunch of people influencing her in the office to eat crap, bringing in donuts, this and that, because she said, I know that this journey would be that much harder for me. And I know that was a, a vulnerable thing for her to admit to me. So, you know, kudos to you. But I'm glad that you did because we talked about how hard that is and that you're not alone. Many people experience this, and I've had many clients tell me the same thing. But it's so crazy to think that people love destruction. Like, <clears throat> somebody may know that you're on a diet because you have diabetes. Oh, one won't hurt. Yeah, Why would you say that, that to someone? Did, would somebody say to me, one drink won't hurt? I, how yeah, would you know? I'm an maybe. alcoholic. You don't know what that would unravel for me. So, you know, think about the people that you're surrounding yourself with. Because if you're surrounding yourself with those people that say, one drink won't hurt. And then you're about to get behind the wheel. Or one, you know, cupcake won't hurt. But, hey, that might put you over the line. And now you are diabetic and you have to go on medication. Yes, it will hurt. And yeah. anybody that is trying to divert you from a healthy habit I might rethink that person in my small group or my arena. For sure. People are always going to influence you, and maybe it's the time to start being a leader. Bring the carrots in and start snacking on those while all the other fatties are eating the donuts, and eventually they will start to follow. They'll see you losing weight. They'll see the change in your energy, and they'll say, damn, maybe I should try that. But I think we can all agree right now that sometimes in the beginning we're not at that point, though. Like there are people that are going to influence you and you're going to have to make sure that you don't hang your around with those people that enable you in the beginning until you have that confidence. Because I can tell you right now, that's why I failed out Gasparilla. Because people were like, come on the boat, hang out with me. And I was not strong enough at that point to go on that boat and be around alcohol and not drink. Because yeah. I wanted to be around everybody else and do what they're doing. Now I am. Justin see me be around people all the time drinking. Gosh, people were drinking at my wedding and I didn't care. You know, yeah, We just went to a wedding. Everybody was drinking. We drank Sprite. That's all they had. They didn't even freaking water. <laughs> no water, yeah. no red bull. me. I'm like, dude, come on. <laughs> no, I'm uh, joking. For the <laughs> but anyway, so, you know, now I have that confidence. But, you know, in the beginning, if you have to, you have to do what you have to do. And so you have to make sure you surround yourself around the people that are going to be in your corner and fighting for you and fighting for the things that you want. Because ultimately, it's about things that you want for yourself. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I, I think, think mm-hmm. I want to go back yeah, to uh, what you said about, you know, the family sh- uh, shit, just saying like, oh, they might pressure you to take that one piece of food. Like <clears throat> me personally, I come from a big Italian family. Yeah. And yep. something along my way, um, I ended up losing my dad to colon cancer. So I kind of looked at my genetics and found out that maybe eating meat wouldn't be, would be most beneficial for me. So I haven't eaten meat in about over two years now. Oh. Don't miss it at all. If I want to eat meat, I'll eat meat. I don't really care. But I don't need it and I don't, I don't want to eat it. So I don't. But when I go to parties, you know, oh, you know, you're going to have the meatballs. You're going to have the this and that, the steak, the everything. I'm like, no, I just don't eat meat. What do you mean? Like, are you a vegetarian? Like all this stuff about this and that. I'm just like, they're like, where do you get your protein from? I'm like, listen, 
don't worry about me. I'm good. And <laughs> people ask me that about alcohol. And this is something because you want to be crazy. preventative and a health measure, right? And I get you. My dad also died of colon mm-hmm. cancer. So I'm in the same boat. But it's more serious when people are literally asking me, can't you just have one shot? Yeah. And it's family members that are asking me. And it's like, I don't think you realize how hurtful it is that yeah. to ask someone that who has worked this hard their whole life to get over an addiction and to work through those struggles and to be where I'm at now. And for you to ask me like, oh, you, it, is this just a choice? I had somebody ask me, a family member at an Easter dinner, is this just like a personal choice? Is this religious reasons? Why do I have to give you an answer as to why I've decided to do something healthy for myself? Last time I checked, putting poison in my body is not something healthy for me. Yeah. And it's just like the way that it's been ingrained into our society. Like it's just food. Food's just different. Like it's not like alcohol or cigarettes, but you can match those things up side to side and you're going to see the same results as far as like the way it's advertised, the way it's consumed, who's consuming it, the way it's marketed. You're going to see a lot of similarities in all this. And like there's something that I would say uh, it's called the ketchup and mustard theory. It's the colors red and yellow kind of stimulate an appetite. And if you look at every fast food sign, it's red and yellow. So we're not the only we're not the only people out here trying to sell you on health. There's people on the other side trying to sell you on being fat, being fat and, you know, being unhealthy. And, you know, it's a two way battle and you really have to balance it all out and then consider what's best for you and make that change on your own. Because there's going to be people who fight you the whole way through, whether it's family or Friends, fast food or influences just society it could society. be, your wife, like it could be, your could be anyone other. it anybody. could be your significant other and you know i've had clients especially women yeah. because unfortunately helps a lot with my women clients that have had to tell their partners and sit them down and say i need you to realize how important this is for me and i need you to be behind me and so if you're going to continue eating that crap that's fine but i need you to eat it in the other room or i need you to tell me no you're not having it um Oh, we got a comment from Ben's wife. When do you do anything good for yourself? Others love to have an issue with it, but they're just unhappy with their choices. And that is correct. That is so true. I mean, thank you, Brianna. But, you know, it is so true because people are usually unhappy with where they're at. And you take a look at the people that are telling you, why not one shot or why not, you know, the meatball? And you take a look at their life choices and where they're at. And are they the go-getter? Are they the person that's leading people? Probably not. Um, and there are the exceptions, but again, it's of who you surround yourself with, right? Like I surround myself with people who are positive and who are like-minded on purpose. I would not surround myself with somebody who would be like, I don't know why you're starting a business. Oh, I don't know why you're going to do that. Well, I mean, I'm going to go for it. This is, I have a solid plan, right? When you have a solid plan and weight loss is a solid plan and you have the tools, you have the trainer, you have the diet, like why let somebody, you know, uh, detour you from that path. People tend to like <clears throat> focus on the problem. People are very problem oriented and just want to talk about the problems. But somebody who figured it out and kind of got a better image of it, they're solution oriented. So they want to figure out which which is the best decision for me from now on. Like I know I messed up in the past. I know I had these issues. What am I going to do to change it? And some people push you back and push you back into and those problems. About, and that's great, Ben, because thinking about really why you're doing it, right? You know, like you're, you know, not eating meat because you're trying to prevent a health issue. Like I'm not drinking because guess what? I know the person that I am when I'm drinking. And although you're asking me why not one more shot or why want not one drink, I know that one drink's gonna turn into another, turn into another, and guess what? Unfiltered Abby's gonna come out, and you ain't gonna like her. <laughs> you definitely don't <laughs> want to see Sanjay, doggy. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. That's what I like to hear because both of you said two words that I really appreciated there because it's all about accountability. You said meat and you said I like eight times in both of those sentences mm-hmm. because 
I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break it out. I'm going to be completely fucking honest here because there is a counterculture to every single culture that you want to implement Definitely. in your life and that yeah. you want to actually have impact on. So you got to be able to open up. And sometimes if you need and if you find it's necessary, you got to be able to say, fuck you. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Fuck I've that had culture. so many people I can't do it. come up to me and say, oh, you're not eating meat. Like, oh, you're not manly. You're not masculine. I'm like, bro, I was a fucking Marine. Mm-hmm. Like, you ain't saying shit to me that's going <laughs> to affect my masculinity. Like, go, sure. go ahead, try. I'll hit you 10 times harder. But right, it's right. still, there's always going to be those people who just feel the need to push back on you and, and kind of attack you in some way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you even said, like, if someone offered you a drink and then you hit them with the opposite, why don't you put down the drink? They're going to look <laughs> at you like you're a psycho. So it's actually <laughs> funny. Oh, my gosh, you made me remember the time that we went out with our friends. And this was like, we went out with my personal training friend. So my photographer's girlfriend is also a personal trainer, and he's very in shape himself. So we all went out. And there was this guy there that was talking with us. And I was like, listen, if you can stop, put it down right now. I challenged him. He's like, I will after the drink. I said, no, no, no. Put it down right now and leave it and walk away and leave this restaurant right now. I want to see you do it. He couldn't, right? Yeah, he literally but couldn't do it. <laughs> exactly, but pressuring us. Why not one drink? Oh, you guys don't drink? You know, your personal trainers, you don't eat crap? Like, no, dude. You can't even put the drink down. So who are you to tell me what I do in my lifestyle? Yeah, it's true. Others <clears throat> are always going to try to tell you what to do. Um, you know what you want, and that's what you should stick to. Um, don't let others influence you in a bad way. Good influence is a good thing. But you know when the influence is Addiction bad. resurfaces time and time again. That's what Sarisha said. Yes, it does. And you know what, Sarisha? Um, it's not that... I'm, I'm trying to think about how I can relate this to my experience with drinking. Um, you know, sometimes I think, oh, you know, sure, could it be cool to be like, you know, having a drink in my hand? Yeah, sure. But this goes with like that confidence thing I said. The more you build up that interest you know, like uh, Alejandro said, in the interest, right? The interest that builds. So the more you build that confidence and the longer that that good habit continues, the less and less it resurfaces. So what I can tell you, Sarisha, is please hold on to hope. It will stop resurfacing just as much. The longer, the longevity you build up with the good habit and the longevity of that confidence you build with the good habit. Because like I said, it's that feel good feeling you get. Like I feel fucking awesome that I like I'm sober yeah. like I don't have to go out and drink to make anything a good time and then when you stop drinking Justin and I both realized when we stopped drinking looked around at everybody else like people can't even go to the beach without alcohol mm-hmm. like hello we know that the sun makes us sicker when we drink but yet people continue to do it they know that they could leave that beach and might need to go to the hospital and get fluids because they've been drinking all day long and not paying attention to their water but yet they continue to do it but they, people, every sort of event we do now is surrounded by food and alcohol, food and alcohol. And when you start yeah, to build up that confidence, crazy. you see, and it like it turns you off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't do anything that really has to do with it. I mean, we'll go. If someone invites us to a bar, like, sure, we'll go. Um, maybe I'll eat a bad meal, but at least I'm not <laughs> drinking that trash. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can go and have just as much fun and drive myself home at the end of the night and not have to worry about killing someone or hurting myself or anybody else. Um, and I think that's... Just what it's all about, and that's what we're all about. But this is a personal choice from me, but like what I said, what I can say in ending this, today's episode with Food Addictions Anonymous, right, um, is that our gym is special in the fact that we help people with not just, you know, uh, bandaging their wounds in the beginning, but with helping them with behavioral replacement strategies, with helping them with, uh, you know, diversion tactics, and then eventually we're mindset coaching. 
We're helping sure. change these people's mindsets completely and helping them uh, turn negative thoughts into positive thoughts. Um, and Sarisha, I hope I've done that for you. You said true that, so I know you have because you've lost 50 pounds. And we've talked about this. Her transformation, you could see in her old birthday picture last oh, year, Sarisha unhappy. Sarisha looks freaking, freaking glowing now. You can tell the difference. And I love those in the transformation pictures. We can see them not smiling and smiling. It's like that mindset yeah. coaching. It's not only about the weight loss, but like the energy change as well. And like the cool thing about our gym is like you walk in and you feel the energy. At least I think so. And some of the clients have told us the oh, same. Yeah. And it's just such a positive environment. And we're always encouraging every client. And we're always asking like, hey, how have your meals been? Even if we know you. Even if up. you're not my client. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know hey, money. What I mean? We all do it. Even if you're not one of our clients, we go yep. up and talk to the other clients. We get to know them. We get to know yeah, your name. We, we make them feel like gym. Right. That you don't just have me as your trainer. We say this all the time in consultations. You have the entire team. Um, and then we have a Facebook accountability page that we started. Shout out to Quinica for yeah, suggesting that's been it. Freaking amazing. Um, but it's been amazing that where clients are getting on there and supporting each other as a family, right? And if the world operated like this, we'd be in a lot different place. If the world operated like a family and helped each other out instead of constantly looking looking out for yourselves and for you just I, right? We might be in a different place. But our gym is like a family environment in the sense of uh, we're giving you the tools and there's no one left behind. Ever. It's Never. rare. It's rare here. It's rare everywhere in America. I mean, a lot of people just go to the big box gyms, get whatever. They don't really know what they're doing. This, I've been telling my clients, you know, it's more of an education. This is, consider it like a college class. You're coming here. We're going to give you as much information as you could possibly take in. And it could be, you know, three months, six months, whatever, how long you decide to do here. But this small little gap in your life is going to take such a huge difference on the rest of your life. And you sure. can either do it for three months now or six months now, or you could do it for a year and two years before you're, you know, in, in a worse shape down the road. And it's really just taking that step, taking that difference Definitely. and applying it. Because Alejandro, any closing out for. thoughts? Accountability. Hold mm -hmm. yourself accountable. At the end of the day, that's all it comes down to. Um, people are going to tell you no. People are going to tell you yes. doesn't really matter. What matters is what you tell yourself. Exactly. For love sure. that. And just remember that the longer the longevity uh, builds up with these good habits, the better you will feel. I can attest to this. I am a true, true testimony of God. You know, prayed on my knees for 90 days, asked for the desire to be taken away. And it was. I can tell you I feel better now and I continue to feel better with every year that I gain without it. For sure. So this is going to be a wrap up. If you guys are local to the Valrico, Brandon, Riverview area, come, come check, check us out. out, guys. We want you to come in. We want to change your guys' lives. Yeah, we That's do. That's what we are we all about here at Apps Fitness. Here to help. Follow us on We want to change Facebook, your mind, bodies, and souls. YouTube, Ooh. Instagram. Make sure you like, follow, share, subscribe. Thank so you, you guys again Abs for Fitness watching. Abs Fitness Filmhouse on YouTube, Abs Fitness LLC on Facebook, and Instagram is Abs Fitness underscore Brandon Florida. Peace, guys. Have a good Friday. Adios.